0: Welcome to the Random Wellness Podcast with your host, Nicole Van nutritionist, owner, Simply Nick, and taco enthusiast. Join me each week for all things random wellness, including intuitive nutrition, entrepreneurship, holistic living, good vibes, and a dash of woo-woo. I hope this podcast gives you a good laugh, teaches you something new, and helps you up-level your health. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy today's episode. and welcome back to the Random Mamas podcast. Today we actually had a returning guest from season one, Elizabeth Voth, owner of EV Coaching. So um, head back to season one if you want to hear her personal journey and we talk a lot about like goal setting in a lot more detail but I wanted to have her back on just because well for multiple reasons she's great and has such great advice and information but we wanted to focus our conversation in a little bit more specific. So, a uh, couple of the things that we chatted about today are the idea around like New Year's resolutions. Um this episode was being recorded in September, but as you know, it's coming out in January, which is perfect timing. And just like some of the expectations that come around that, when in reality, we can set goals at any time of the year. it Doesn't have to be some big moment, it doesn't have to be January first, anything like that. And we also talk about um just like some fun other little things like Uh, movement minutes, which she will talk about and explain during the podcast, and also just how things have changed while in quarantine. And obviously, we're talking about this in September when, you know, things are getting a little bit back to normal, but we're still, you know, staying home a lot more than we usually would. And we're kind of forecasting, as I'm recording this intro as well, that things probably won't be that much different in January. So we want to just kind of briefly touch on that and, you know, creating structure and, you know, setting goals when your life has obviously changed. So I really hope you enjoy this episode with Elizabeth. Uh, She is so great. And I will tag all of her information in the show notes so you can check her out online. What is your favorite food?
1: (laughs) Uh,
2: Oh, goodness. Are we talking like ideal food that I could eat? Just like Regardless of being lactose intolerant or just like my go to,
0: no boundaries, favorite food.
2: No boundaries. If I was no longer lactose intolerant, it would be veronica, which is a Mennonite like pierogi, and it's filled with dry cottage cheese and it's boiled in like heavy cream. And it is like the thing of childhood. You feel incredibly overfull because you eat way too much, but it's like heaven in, in little pierogi packets.
0: Oh, my gosh. Why are we talking about this at like noon? This is... <laughs> I know. <laughs> also lactose intolerant and really well on, so... Yeah. Okay, what is your favorite color?
2: Probably a variation of blue, whatever that season's blue is.
0: Not, not really that surprised with your brand. No. <laughs> I mean,
2: have you seen my branding? Yeah. Um, it's, it's very much me.
0: Yeah, I love it. Okay. Favorite place you've traveled?
2: Mm, two. So Hawaii is, like, top bar destination travel. Mm -hmm. I've been there twice, different islands both time, and loved it. Like, just love the laid-back lifestyle of being in Hawaii. Um, If I'm looking local, like, weekend, long weekend getaway, New York City. I'm jonesing for a trip to New York City right now because right now we're not allowed to, to cross the borders. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, fall in New York, and I've been watching You've Got Mail a lot.
0: Okay, okay, fair, fair. I haven't been to New York, but I'd love to, like, even do, like, a, like, four-day trip or something there. Yeah. A quick getaway.
2: That's all you need. Yeah, one day, one day. (laughs) Um, Okay, other than New York, where's
0: the next place that you want to travel?
2: So, next place I'm going to travel is Kelowna, BC. I have family there, but yeah, I also did my grad studies there. So I went to school at UBC O'kanagan for two years. So it's a little second home. I get to go visit my friend, my family and my friends, and uh, go to all of my favorite coffee shops and restaurants. And yeah, it's not a bad place to visit.
0: Yeah, I know it looks so beautiful.
2: like it's gorgeous there,
0: yeah, okay. I'm adding that to list too, I guess. Um, what is either like your favorite book of all time or like, favorite one that you've like read recently or even just like favorite
1: author mm.
2: so nonfiction, um, Annie F. Downs is okay. wonderful she she has books that are are teaching books but she also has written um, not really a memoir but life lessons that she's learned and she relates it back to her life and then in general understanding uh, so she has a a daily devotional called 100 Days to Brave, which is awesome. They're little like morning reads, bite-sized snacks of ideas on how to be brave. And um, she's also written her, one of her more recent books was called Remember God. And it's like a year in her life Mm and how she navigates the kind of trials of life, but also being a business owner and a person who wants to travel and being a friend. And it's a really good one.
0: Okay. I have to write those down. Um, okay. Last heart question. Okay. I'm ready. Favorite form of movement or exercise.
2: Right now, um, I, there's a trail in Tilsonburg that I love. It goes through the golf course and it's the best. It's a 5k loop. It's the best way to unwind at the end of the day. Um, but that's definitely seasonal. Um, any time of the year would be something like bar or yoga because you can change the intensity based off of what you want to do that day and it's a great way to improve posture and um, build strength that is outside of a traditional strength training modality
0: love that yeah good answer all right, so obviously, you've been on the podcast before. If I was smart, I would have like actually remembered the number, like the actual episode number, so I could mention it and refer back to it. but I totally blanked on that. so I'll reference it in the show notes so that people can get to know you more personally and like your background and kind of some of the basic like goal setting stuff that we talked about. But can you give a little bit of a refresher in terms of goal setting?
2: Definitely. So one thing that I talk with the women who I coach. Is that goal setting doesn't have to be complicated Uh, you just need to be strategic about how you're looking at things so you really only have three steps to building a successful goal it's first and foremost understanding what you're currently doing because you can't build a plan that's well suited for you if you don't know what's already working for you or or what doesn't work for you as an individual goal setting is so individual it's it's not a one-size-fits-all so first and foremost understanding what you're currently doing from that you build a plan so whether it's for 30 days or just a week create a plan based off what you're doing and what works and carry that out step by step and then at the end of that time review it see what worked see what didn't um based off what worked see how you want to grow into those goals review that, and then go back to the beginning. So it's just three stages. It's it's carrying out the goal, it's reviewing, and then it's planning for future success.
0: Okay, awesome. Yeah, and like I said, I can also link to that like original episode Mm -hmm. where we talked because we went into obviously a lot more detail about like goal setting, but it's like a nice little refresher for people who maybe are looking at setting some goals because this episode's actually coming out in January, which was like you know, prime time, like set new goals and like get fit and healthy or like whatever people say, right? So. Well, in
2: time to yeah. be bombarded by every type of media that's telling you this is the best way to set a goal. Um, yeah. You'll need, you won't need to know anything else. And a lot of them are gimmicks. I mean, yes. it's not, doesn't need to be complicated. Keep it simple, plan your goals, review them, and then have a community, have accountability. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, whether, whether I'm in a one-on-one coaching interaction or in a group setting, there's different levels of accountability based off what you need, again, as an individual. Right. So if you need that person that is on top of you, knows what you're uh, doing, what you want to attain, but maybe you want to be more private about it because goals are often sensitive, right? Uh, especially when it comes to our bodies. Yeah have one person that you talk with, but if you want that community and accountability to support you and and hold you up when times get tough, but also celebrate you when things are going great, then have a group, have it be your closest girlfriends who you trust with, with those things that are important to you in life Mm -hmm. or have it be a group of people in a coaching group.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you also mentioned the thing too, going back to like the gimmicks, like we've all, I think we've all probably fallen prey to being like, all right, like new year, new me. Like I just Mm -hmm. went from like 10 family dinners and parties and watching Christmas movies. And now I'm supposed to go to the gym seven days a week and meal prep every single meal and Mm -hmm. like meditate every day. Like just, you know, do it all like right off the bat. But can you kind of talk about, well, first of all how that's probably just not realistic. And also that, like, New Year's resolutions, like, like, you don't have to have this, like, big momentous, like, point in the year to actually set goals and achieve them.
2: 100%. I mean, if there's anything that we learned from 2020 is that (laughs) (laughs) things can change (laughs) without us understanding always the timeline. Mm -hmm. So let's take us back to... Even thinking about like march twenty twenty when a lot of us were working and living and doing everyday life in our homes and and not going out the same way that we did, we learned that there isn't a like one start time to start to make healthier choices
1: right.
2: so f- with that in mind, take us to December, like you said, we have family get-togethers and big dinners and you're enjoying those christmas treats and mm. you that is 100% okay. It is one time of the year when you get that holiday classic drink or cookie or dessert or whatever it is, enjoy it. No enjoy it in a healthy manner yeah, uh, yeah. because we still want to be healthy individuals uh, and keep our bodies healthy and strong, but enjoy those foods that are special to you because You also want to create memories. We're not in this life just to follow strict guidelines that aren't within how we want to live our lives. Enjoy that time and know that there's going to be pressures going into January because of the change in the media cycle. And Mm -hmm. whoever determined that January 1st was a great time to start a new goal. I mean, I love a fresh start. I love January 1. I love getting a new calendar. Those are great switches to make, but that change from one year on the calendar to the next doesn't define our bodies. It doesn't mean that we have a completely different body that we have to learn how to keep healthy. We have the same body.
0: Like it doesn't know the difference between December 31st and January 1st.
2: No. And it's exactly like you said, like we're coming out of holidays when your body has been in a state of being relaxed. Hopefully that's the intent Mm. of, of having vacation time and holidays is that you've gone through that time of enjoyment and celebration. And then you're expected for some reason to make a hard and fast switch to something that's completely different. So instead of thinking that you have to make that split second decision and change everything, why don't we, in December, I mean, this is going to be a little bit, steps towards a routine lifestyle.
1: Mm -hmm. It's not
2: that you have to have a certain regimented lifestyle, but just go back to your routine, the flow of your week. When do you eat during the typical week? What types of foods do you eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? and just step by step put those back into your routine?
0: Right. Yeah, I know. I think people just get like overwhelmed that they have to create like all this like crazy change where like, honestly, I think it's just healthy to kind of get back into your normal routine before you start thinking about creating all these new and different goals um Mm -hmm. one of the things that you and I were talking about before this podcast which I love the idea of it was what did you call it movement minute I love that can we also talk about that because I think that's like a really fun way to like also incorporate like movement without it being like intense and thinking you have to like go to the gym like
1: seven days a week yeah
2: (laughs) well and like if if you think to how previous generations of people in North America, anywhere in the world functioned, we were doing more physical labor. So you're moving your body throughout the day. Um, Having specific exercise times is something that a more modern generation came up with because we were more desk bound, uh, because we we aren't doing the same type of activity throughout the day. And so we needed a way to bring movement back into our bodies to build up strength and, and healthy body cycle. Um, so something that we've been working on in the EV coaching community is integrating what we call movement minutes. A lot of different health providers, personal trainers have their own spin on it, um, their own name, whatever you want to call it. But the general understanding is that taking for, for the women in our community, it's one minute every hour to move their body. So Mm -hmm. if that's getting up, and walking up and down the stairs, taking a longer route to go to the bathroom, whatever that is, it's just bringing some movement back to your body. If you have the space and structure to do something like air squats or counter top level ups or push-ups on the ground, whatever, it's a way to bring movement to your body throughout the day so that when, if you do decide to go do a longer, more structured workout, it's not a, as big of a shock to your body. And your body's continually getting that bl- added blood flow, oxygen's moving through your body because you've increased your blood flow throughout the day. It just makes for a healthier individual body.
0: Oh, I love that idea and I need to do it. Oh my gosh, like I am like just like the majority of people in front of a desk all day and I find that it, like it's so easy to get like fatigued and it's honestly I think because mm-hmm. I'm like sitting and I'm like all like scrunched up and like then I feel good if I go going sound like ridiculous but like I notice I feel better when I like go to the basement and like switch over the laundry and like fold mm-hmm. some clothes and I think it's because I'm like moving and like getting out of my space and like when you put it in like the context of like one minute every hour like that's something that I mentally can be like okay like every hour I'm going to move my body in some way Whereas like. I think if it was just like open-ended and you were like, oh yeah, I just like moved throughout the day. I'd be like, probably wouldn't actually do it. Right. It's like, I, I need that mm. like clear, like this is when you're doing it kind of thing.
2: Well, and it's just like the simple goal setting. I mean, if, if we leave our goals open-ended and say, oh yeah, I want to move this week. Mm. Okay. So does that mean one day for like five minutes or is that every day we're, we're creating structure. So you're creating a understanding and a routine in your mind and your body to say one minute every hour, I'm going to get up and move. That's something that's easily checked off. Yes, I did that. Or, Oh, Hey, I missed three in a row. It means either you are on a great roll with work, which is, which is totally okay because that happens too. Yep. Um, but at the, the end of that, give your body the break and say, okay, I'm going to get up and move around. I had a great like, productive session. Let's let my mind, let my mind refresh, get that blood pumping and a lot of, that's also going to help with creativity and productivity mm-hmm. and work is if, like you said, you, you feel that fatigue. This is that quick shot to the brain of like, okay, we're still here. Body's still working. We can yeah. get back, back on task.
0: Yeah, totally. It's like, yeah, I'm here. I'm still like a human breathing. Like I, it's just like with my personality type, I know I'm like that, I know that I can totally get stuck in that work mind frame and be like, oh, Mm -hmm. three hours went by and I still haven't like stood up other than like maybe going pee or like, that's why I have to like, I know Mm -hmm. you have your water too, but I have to have like this big glass in front of me or else it's so easy for me to just like forget. So like, do you Mm -hmm. even like recommend like having like a timer or something? Cause I feel like, again, it would be so easy for me to also, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like skip three hours of the day and be like, oh yeah, like when's the last time I stood up and like walked away from my desk?
2: Definitely. So you can do that in a couple of different ways. I mean, if you are a person who wears a a tracking watch wearable mm-hmm. technology of any kind, I mean I have an Apple watch and that's part of where the idea came from because If I've been sitting for an hour straight in the last 10 minutes of every hour, my watch prompts me to stand up and move for a minute. And so then that was the trigger in my mind of, right, this is part of maintaining a healthy, healthy body. I mean, I'm sitting at a desk for an hour at a time. Sometimes it's annoying because you're like, no, I was in the middle of something that's when you, you you can skip it and, and go again in an hour that's fine. Uh, but whether it's something that's integrated into a smartwatch or you set a timer on your phone or you have a post it note on your like beside your computer screen that has the hours and you check them off when you do them it doesn't have to be complicated. it just you have to have some kind of visual cue or physical cue to remind you to get up and move.
0: yeah, i think that's key cuz it like i said it'd be so easy to just skip a few hours and then never really get on the like habit of doing that. And like, even my chiropractor, he like has like rehabilitation related, like exercises for me. And like, I mm-hmm. can remember like the morning ones and the evening ones, like that's not a problem cause it's like very like structured, but he like wants me to do this like one move throughout the day at my desk where I like basically like give myself a double chin and like stretch my shoulders. I yep. never, ever remember to do that because I'm not like sitting here being like, oh, gotta, gotta put those arms back and give myself a double chin. But I bet if I had it on a list where it was like, do this every hour and I could check it, that would be a totally different like way of thinking about it. Whereas like just open ended, just do it whenever mm-hmm. I'm like, I can do that. <laughs>
2: No. Well, and, and our minds have so many things going through it, especially if you're working, you yeah. are for all intents and purposes on track with one to do item. Mm-hmm. Our minds don't manage multiple as, as much as they say, well, um, I'm multitasking and I'm doing it really well. Our, our brains aren't hard, hard wired to do multitasking with multiple projects in front of us Mm -hmm. so whether it's the goals that you're setting whether it's tracking that's it tracking is a really important thing that we talk about in uh, this community and the your next 90 90 day goal setting program Uh they have a daily checklist with their four goals to say yes I did this yes I did this Um, and it's a way for you to keep on track with that routine. Eventually it will build into the habits of your daily life. Just like you said, you remember the morning ones and you remember the night ones. The middle ones is where you're hitting those barriers as we call them in, in the community. And so what I would say, if you were one of my coaching clients and you say, I keep missing my afternoon uh, stretches, the, my posture training, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. or if it's drinking water, I would say, okay, let's look at your barriers. What is getting in your way? And you say, well, I get in a stretch of working and I forget to do these things. The cue would be, like we said, setting a reminder, whether it's on your phone um, and it's an alarm that comes up or or however that is, and then track your progress. So see how you're doing with that. Is it working? Is it supporting you at the end of the week? If it did, that's great. We're going to continue that. If it didn't, that's the cue to, okay, let's revisit that, let's review your progress, and create a new game plan for the next week.
0: Mm, I love that, and kind of, like, to tie everything in together in terms of, like, the movement minute, and, like, the new year's resolutions, and just, like, general goal setting, like, what are just, like, especially for people, I think, who are still wrapped in around that, like, mindset that they have to, like, do something drastic mm-hmm. in the new year, like, where is a good place to start? And I feel like you kind of touched on it too, like the tracking, like how you mentioned, like that f- there's four things a day that mm-hmm. you have your people in your community check off. I really like that idea. But like, is there any just like, just go-to things that you can like recommend?
1: So I would say f-
2: first and foremost, if you are listening, or if you are going to get advice from anyone on how to set a goal, make sure that it is... It's it's easy to say. Make sure that you're using a health healthcare provider or someone who um, has an understanding of you. That's really easy to say in a broad scope, um, but there's a lot of things like financial uh, mm-hmm. re- restrictions that can get in the way of that. Be aware of who you are listening to because whatever they are saying are ideas that are getting planted in your brain. So before we talk about like the the tips. To help you be successful, Um, one thing that we're talking about in our community this month is understanding the influences on body image. Mm
1: -hmm. Our
2: influences come from, in that context, three sectors. So family, friends, and whatever media we're consuming. These are all influences that help build up our ideas and concepts over time. Mm -hmm. While that was specifically situated for body image, it translates across anything. So if you think, I want to go to a new restaurant, who do you ask? You probably ask like your sister, your best friend, or you Google it. So those are our three options. So when you're thinking about building plans for the new year, think about first and foremost is the influences that you're going to. Who are you asking? Are these people that you trust? Hopefully, if you're asking them, you trust that they have your best interest at heart. So look at trustworthy sources, but also look at credible sources.
1: Mm -hmm. There
2: are a a lot of influences. I know we've talked about this before. I think we talked about it in in the previous episode. There are a lot of influences and influencers online that are giving advice. And not all of it is credible or relevant to individual people.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. It's It's a really generic way of saying You have to be cautious about where you're getting your advice. If you are, so looking at our four core goal areas, um, for your next 90, we look at mind, spirit, but that's also anything personal development, anything Mm -hmm. that lends to you as an individual and the building up of you. Um, So there, mind, spirit, nutrition, physical, which is movement, which is exercise, which is physical training, and then relationships. If you are looking to make a change in any of those four core goal areas, look at where you're getting your information from. Mm. I'm only going to go to a nutritionist or nutrition and health expert who has a credible background for nutritional advice. I'm only going to go to a personal trainer or a certified kinesiologist or someone for information on how to build an exercise plan. Those that's my gold standard. That's the same information that I give to the women that I coach. Um, I say I'm not a nutritionist, so I'm not in the place to give you you nutritional information, but I'm going to help guide you to finding those correct people and help you understand the small steps that you can take that are more generalized, like increasing our water intake looking at consuming fresh fruits and vegetables where we can, looking at making consistent, healthy choices. So all of that to say, if you are going into the new year, if right now we're in January and you're saying, I'd like to make some changes in my health, ask trustworthy sources that know and want to respect you and not necessarily make a change for you, but support your body Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: then look for credible resources
0: yeah no that's so key it's like it goes back to so many different conversations around like media and social media and I think that's where a lot of this like new year new me like you know gotta go hard at the gym and like drink smoothies every day kind of mentality comes from right so it's like you have to be really cautious that when you are thinking about creating new goals and habits and stuff in your life, that you're not doing it just because you saw your favorite Instagram influencer doing it. Also, cause they might not even actually be doing it in their everyday life. Like they might've been sponsored to like yeah. share this like smoothie or like, I don't know, brand of something. And then you're like, Oh, well like, yeah, that's definitely what I'm going to do. They're sharing this like, like protein shake thing. So i mm-hmm. should probably have that every single day. Like, which, I mean, it's also hard because it's, like, it's, when you're constantly being bombarded, I think, with these messages, I think as humans, it's hard for us to, like, determine what it is that's, like, we should listen to and what we shouldn't, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: think it just, the lines become so, like, blurred because we don't have a really good a break from, like, information.
2: <laughs> no, and it's, we've, we've seen I've seen from looking online on social media it's like you said it's it's celebrities it's it's the people even in our daily lives that are promoting products and while I believe that it comes from a genuine place these products have worked for them and so they th- they believe truly in their heart that it's going to work for other people because they had such a positive experience. Mm-hmm. You think when you've gone to a new restaurant and you loved it, you like shout it from the rooftops. Yep. If a girl has gotten a new pair of jeans and they are the best fit of her life, she's telling everybody about them because okay. she wants everybody to know so that they can go buy
1: them. Yeah. That's,
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> but with, and you, I know you've talked a lot about this with digestive health mm-hmm. is that not all products work the same in every person's body. Mm-hmm. So that um, protein powder or smoothie recipe or shake can be great for one person and, and not match well with another person's digestive system. So there is trial and error that comes with life.
1: Sure.
2: Um, talking to health professionals that can um, understand the base level of your body can be really helpful.
1: Mm-hmm. If you don't
2: have the financial resources to do that, then it's time for trial and error on your own, and, and figuring out what works for you. Um, I mean, we we talked about at the beginning about if I could choose any food and not be lactose intolerant, what would I choose? Yeah. Um, it's it's something that is an individual. I decided to test out over spending more time at home, and some tests went successful, and some did not. So. <laughs> But you, you only learn that from trial and error, right? Yeah. You, you, you do like a value proposition in your mind and say, okay, how valuable is being able to eat this food item or trying out this food item? And then you make a decision. Um, yeah. All at, at the end of the day, like I said, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a nutrition expert it is my belief that these, these shakes, these additionals are a way to support your nutrition. Mm -hmm. We still need to understand the grassroots of what it is to eat food to support our bodies.
1: Yes. It's something
2: you've talked about too. How do, um, are you supporting your nutrition, your nutrition with juicing and, and smoothies? Um, but I don't think you've, you'd see a credible nutrition expert that says, well, you can replace meals with this for the rest of your life. It's it's a way to support your body. Get those extra nutrients when you're not getting them in the winter maybe yep. because we're not having as many fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, that was a... I mean, we got we on tangents here. Oh yeah. We like, can, you can literally
0: talk about this for like another hour. Like that just like gets me riled up. I'm like, yeah, i yes. like, okay, so, like, hold yourself back. Like, <laughs> before you get <laughs> crazy here.
2: <laughs> well, before you get too crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, but like, it is interesting. Like we are recording this in, I had to think about it, like September. <laughs> I'm like, what month is it? This is, like, quarantine, yep. this is what quarantine does to you. You're like, I don't know what month or day it is anymore. But yeah, I think this information is really relevant for the new year. But also like I suspect, like I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer, but we'll probably like this will be funny to listen to because we're like in September and it's still a few months out. But
2: like after, making projections for the new year.
0: Yeah. Like well if anything, you know, the how 2020 has gone so far, I suspect that we probably won't be doing anything crazy come January yet you know, there could be that second wave that people talk about coming soon. And I'm just saying we're probably also going to be home and kind of back in this Mm -hmm. situation. And also like, if you're in Canada, it's going to be gross. So
2: like, (laughs) (laughs) it's going to be snowy outside. Well, that's a topic that's come up a lot. Um, I was fortunate to do two coaching groups throughout the middle half of 2020. And that was a recurring theme that came up with the women, whether they were single, living on their own, uh, whether they were married and had children or and working at home or still working outside of the home. The biggest common stream was understanding where their priorities lied. So it's, for, for the things that have been unfortunate, the things that we've missed out and, and the things that may change in the future,
1: mm-hmm. it's
2: given us an opportunity to take a step back and look at what our priorities are. And for a lot of people, their health became a big priority. Yeah. So understanding how to do that in a way that is strategic, but also works for the longer idea of A concept of what your goals are. So people didn't have to make those snap choices and decisions on new plans, new exercise plans, new nutrition plans, Mm -hmm. because we've had the time at home to do trial and error and figure out what works for us. And so for whatever comes in 2021, I think people actually have a stronger understanding of what's important to them. And my hope is that that translates into stronger what we've been calling legacy goals of mm-hmm. thinking for the long term uh, we're building in the short term but how does that stretch out into our long-term health and wellness
0: yes love that yeah I mean <laughs> be interesting <laughs> like as you're saying this we will probably like look back and like probably in general like laughing like I remember when we said those things
1: <laughs> yeah
0: Remember we were so hopeful and had all these great ideas yes <laughs> no, but it is it is an interesting time too in terms of like health and wellness and like setting goals because you and I talked about this before but like there's just not as much structure to a day for a lot of people so mm-hmm. yeah like I mean it is what it is so it's like how do we move forward how do we mm-hmm. set goals but also like be kind to ourselves because there's not really a handbook in terms of like how to deal with like a global pandemic. And living
2: in quarantine no yeah there's no rule book um but you can add structure to to your day so the i'm i'm a big proponent of creating a time timetable for yourself i mean it's in our your next 90 training journal the women have to structure it their day and and create a plan and create a goal. but the freedom, the great part of being at home is you can create that timetable to be whatever you want. So if you want to start exercising first thing in the morning when you otherwise wouldn't have been able to do that because of a commute,
1: mm-hmm. well, here
2: you go. You just got potentially an hour back of your day. Um, so I, it's it's funny that you said that. I always tend to be the person that looks on what positive are we are we pulling out of this? Yes, it, it can be annoying to the to the women that I coach because they're like, well can't I just like think of it this is a bad thing like you can but what else positive comes out of it and They're like all right well
0: yeah. oh, fine
2: <laughs> but, like okay mom thanks for uh, flipping the narrative for me and, and fa- helping me find the positive and
0: yeah. <laughs> I still not gonna be happy about it
2: yeah
0: <laughs> no I love that I'll well, tell
2: you it's a good idea but eventually I'll come to terms with the fact that it's a good idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't want to admit it right now, but maybe eventually I will. (laughs) When when I see the benefits, I'll get back to you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I just want to thank you for coming back onto the podcast today. Like I know we talked a lot more about like your personal journey and about goal setting and probably like a lot more detail in that episode, but I Mm want to bring you back on just because like the world has changed so much and you and I kind of want to talk about too, like that idea of like new year's resolutions and you know, how that's maybe not the best approach to setting goals and Mm -hmm. also like the movement minute and just some other, you know, just key practical things that you can start to incorporate into your life, whether you're, you know, at home working or you're like actually kind of getting back into a routine. So yeah, thank you for always just sharing so much knowledge.
2: Thank you for having me. I was very excited to come back for season two. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode
0: and don't forget to join the conversation over on socials at Simply Nick Nutrition and online at simplynicknutrition.com.